In this presentation, we will use tax software to run some scenarios related to the child tax credit. We're going to take the situation of either two individuals getting married or two individuals getting divorced and think about the tax consequences of having two people that have separate tax returns coming together. What's the tax consequence? What's the tax consequence of having one tax return filed by two people married who then get divorced and then have the two tax return paying special attention to the child tax credit? Note that this isn't uh, tax advice. There's many different scenarios. We're just going to use the tax software to get some ideas of the kinds of things that will be adjusted and changed in these situations. Here we are in our test 1040. We're going to start off this time with a married filing joint. And remember what's going to happen is here is we're going to go from married, one tax return to two tax returns. And you can think of this as the other going the other way too, right? Of course, if we were two people that had two separate tax returns and we got married, same kind of thing. So you have the same kind of tax thinking that you need to go through from a tax standpoint, at least. When you're thinking about getting married, what's going to be the tax consequence? What's going to be the tax consequence if you were to get divorced? And what are the types of things that could change there? So they have some similarities in that way. So we're going to start here as if we have the two individuals getting married in our mock return. So we have the Smiths here, mock address, and we're going to say that there's one dependent. So we'll start off with the one dependent. And we're concentrating here on the child tax credit. We're going to start off with an even split of income. So we're going to say they both earn 50000 But for married, doesn't matter who earns it. We're just going to say there's 100000 of income for the one tax return of the married couple. And that means that there's a standard deduction of the 24000 So we're just going to take the standard. We're not getting into any complications of the itemized deductions. We're just taking a straight standard deduction here. And that gives us the 76000 of the taxable income. The tax then calculated at 8742 and we then have the child tax credit where what we are focusing in on here the 2000 for the one child i'm going to then put this into our little worksheet so we can follow along with this so this is going to be the married so when they're married we're going to say that the total for the married it will be that they have a hundred thousand the child tax credit's worth the two thousand there's no earned income credit, but that's the other thing we got to watch out for. So we're just going to let the tax software what, uh, you know, calculate that. And then we've got the tax here. So the tax is currently uh, 7642. Now we're going to say, well, what happens if, if they split up? Or you can think of it, again, the other way. If, what if we had these two people that earned 50000 and they got married? Now we're going to say, okay, well, there's only one child. So we're going to have to apply that child to one or the other. And again, you could think of this situation as if you are... You are uh, single and you're thinking about getting married and you have one child or you don't have one child or vice versa now i'm going to say the child is uh starting here the child tax credit will go here to uh the wife i'm going to say and again i'm just trying to keep this straight in my head obviously we can have a, a ton of different scenarios so there's no i'm just picking these scenarios to, to try to keep them all straight in my head so i'm going to say that we're going to say that the child is going to be uh with uh the wife then when they separate and therefore the child tax credit will go here and what are going to be the tax consequences of that well now we had one return before now we have two different returns and only one child and the child we're going to say is on the wife's uh return so let's see what happens then so if we go back to our scenario we're going to say all right let's make the changes there the changes that are going to happen then is we're going to have one dependent that is going to be claiming the dependent so the dependent is still there and we're going to say that's going to be on one return, but the return is going to be now instead of single, it would be married or head of household for the person who was able to get the child as a dependent most likely because that's usually the thing 
that takes you from single to head of household. I'm going to start here with single, however, because I just want to show that that's basically what the tax code or the law is kind of basing it on. So let me explain here. I'm going to, I'm going to pretend single, even though probably head of household status would be achieved uh, and that would be beneficial if that dependent was with that chat was with with that individual. So but let's keep it single here just for example purposes to split it evenly. Okay, so we're going to say single and we're going to say that the wages then for uh, the one individual are split evenly 50,000. And again, we'll look at different scenarios for that later. But we're going to say, all right, if we go to our forms, then we're going to say that uh, it would have a single Again, that could be head of household if we had this dependent, but we're going to say the dependent is here and for whatever reason, it's going to be single for now. And then we have the child tax credit there. There's the 50,000. Now, of course, the standard deduction is now only 12,000 because now we have a single return. And then the tax then being calculated is 4,373. There's the 4,373 minus the credit leaves us with 2,373. So that's going to be the one individual who gets the child. Uh, and again, it doesn't matter which one does, but we're going to say one gets the child and therefore that's going to be the tax consequent of it. We'll talk about the head of household status later. So we'll put that into our worksheet. 50,000 for the wife. We're going to say that there's uh, 2,000 of the child tax credit there. No earned income credit at this time. And then the tax is 2373. Okay, what about the other side? We're going to say, well, the other side, if we go back, we're going to say is split evenly. So the income is still 50,000. The dependent, however, is not going to be there. So we're going to take the dependent off and the other spouse or ex-spouse is going to have then single status. And whoop, I have two dependents now, no dependents. And then if we then look at what we have, we have the 50,000 and then the 12,000 standard deduction still. And that gives us the income or the tax of 4373, but there's no credit. We don't have the 2000, of course. So now we have the 4373 of tax on the other spouse. So therefore, if we split this up, then we still have the 100,000. If we add this up, 100,000 of total income, the child tax credit in total is 2000 between the two returns. That makes sense. No earned income credit. And then we have the total tax then uh, split unevenly. So one spouse, four, three, seven, three, the other two, three, seven, three, but the total comes out to be what you would kind of expect pretty much in the range. It's almost the same. So if we took the differences, then of course the wages are the same. There's no difference in the uh, total in terms of the child tax credit. No, no difference there as well as the earned income. There is no earned income credit. And then the tax is within a couple dollars. And that's why I want to show this first, because that's probably what the IRS is thinking. They're saying, Hey, if, you're married and then you and you if you get married then we don't want people to have any kind of difference between married or not married but of course that's impossible to kind of do because it gets complicated and the reason that uh this isn't quite right is because one of these the one that has the child is probably going to have a, a benefit in terms of the tax credit but also going to have a benefit for the filing status so let's change that now and see what that is this one is probably going to be little better because the filing status will be there too so that's going to be our next scenario so let's say all right we have the same thing here everything's the same except that now we're going to change this item and say the credit's still there but the total tax will probably change because we're going to change the filing status so let's do that now we're going to say all right well let's put the dependent back on the books 
we've got 50,000 of wages. And now we're going to say the other thing that probably will change because of that dependent is the head of household. Now, now we have a head of household status rather than single. And that's beneficial typically. And oftentimes the child will uh, make someone qualify for a head of household. So now we're head of household rather than single for the one individual. I know I'm keeping the same name, as, but the, the split, I'm just talking one spouse and another spouse, spouse one and two. So we're going to say, all right, so now that we have the dependents on the books, we have the 50,000, and the only change now is that there's a head of household status. So we then have uh, the standard deduction at 18,000 rather than the 12,000 for head of household, which is a benefit. And typically the tax uh, rates could be a benefit as well. So now that's going to give us the taxable income of the 32 and the tax 3571. And so that minus the 2000 uh, gives us the 1571. So if we put that in our worksheet, and again, these are just numbers. I'm just testing numbers with the tax software. So this isn't tax advice. I'm just uh, zeroing in on some items you may want to look at as you, as you consider either uh, getting married or a separation as you think about those things. So we've got now here, the difference being this tax, of course, has changed because of the head of household status versus what we had before, single versus head of household. And so now you've got something that's a little bit different. The wages before when married are the same as after married. The total uh, child tax credit is the same, no change there. But now there's a change to the taxes. Here's what the taxes were before. And now actually the taxes are less when you're separated, which again, this is kind of unusual because you can think of two people thinking about getting married and the, the tax consequence is actually a little bit worse possibly sometimes because of things like this. And the child tax credit is one of the things that that happens with. I mean, it's possible that the total tax could be, le could be uh, less if you're not married because of things like the kind of weirdness of child tax credit and the filing status between head of household and single. And of course, then you can see the disparity between the individual so the two things you're trying to look at here of course is okay if i'm getting married or getting separated what's going to be the difference between the two and how can we make our agreement uh account you know for that make it fair and transparent and of course the total you're considering the total we want the total tax i mean the, the last thing we want is to give more money to the government right so you want the total to be down as low as possible and then of course think about how to split up between yourselves the, the disparity of what it, that would be the ideal situation do whatever you can do within the law to get the total tax as low as possible and then agree amongst yourselves to split that in whatever way is fair you know that would be the kind of way to think about it either way so now let's think of another scenario this time we're going to have the 100,000 split evenly between the two so they're married we're going to start off married again and they'll split evenly here but now there's going to be two children which would result in a credit of 4,000. So let's consider that situation. If we start off, then we're going to say, all right, now we've got married and married again, married status, two dependents, and those they both qualify. They're both children that qualify for the child tax credit. Okay. Well, then we've got the hundred thousand. We've got the twenty-four thousand of the married filing joint. Now that gives us the taxable income of the seventy-six thousand. Tax now at seven uh, eight seven four two. Then we have the two now, the child tax credit for the two children, 2,000 each, maximum credit, 2,000 per child, 4,000, bringing the tax down to 4,742. So we're going to bring this to 4,742. Now we'll say, okay, what if there's a split and we split this evenly with the child to one, each 
person taking a child, right? In, in terms of the tax return. And again, I know, you know, in real life, like, what does that mean in terms of real? Okay, we're just putting them in the tax return here. So we're going to say, okay, well, what if they each have a child? Now we're going to say that that'll be split evenly and they'll both probably get head of household status from single to head of household. So now they're going to be single or you could think of single then getting married. If two persons were single and then get married, they're probably having head of household before and now they're going to get married, which means they're going to have um, that would be married status. You can think of it either way. So now we're going to go here and we'll say, all right, so now we'll go back and say that we're going to change the status. And again, this would be the same for each. So I'm just going to do one return here, obviously. Single. And we'll say dependents. Now they each have one. Actually, not single. It's going to be head of household. And that's the, that's the benefit here. If we had the two, we're going to say head of household. They're both going to have one. Both qualify for head of household. So everything's split down the middle here with the two kids. And then the wages are going to be 50000 each wages 50,000 each. All right, let's see what happens. According to the software, we're going to say that now there's head of household rather than single because of uh, or one condition oftentimes is the is the dependent for both now. And again, I'm only looking at one return, but for both now. And so if we scroll down, then we'd say that there'd be two returns that are pretty much the same at this point. We're saying, okay, 50,000 minus the 18,000 standard deduction which is higher than the 12,000 now because of the head of household status rather than the single status. And that brings the taxable to uh, 32,000, the tax at 3,571. And then here's gonna be the credit of 2,000 that they each have to have the amount of uh, 1571. So if we were to put those numbers in our worksheet, now we had before this was our tax and we had the child tax credit, the child tax credit split evenly now. So everything split evenly between the, the two spouses, whether we would be having this situation then get married or having a married situation and being divorced, it would go from two to one, one to two in terms of the number of tax returns, same total income, 4,000 total credits the same and it's split evenly because of course now we have the two children applied out evenly. And then the, the tax then would be even if everything was completely the same. And then the total tax would be 3142. Uh, and you'll note that the total tax then is actually better under the separated rather than, rather than married. And that's because of basically the uh, filing statuses of single to head of household. You'll note when they're, when they're married, it's kind of like they, it seems like the tax code basically doubled a single status to, to, to married. And, and that head of household, if there's a head of household status, means they're being separated or that's one of the factors. And these credits and the child tax and the earned income can be kind of funny to make it so that the so that when you're um, not married, it could actually have a tax benefit. So, you know, again, this is we're just putting numbers in just a couple scenarios, just some things to think about. But so you want to make sure to have your own kind of scenario when you uh, think about getting married or, or just the tax consequences. But here we go. Let's do one. Let's do another scenario here. This time we'll start at the same place. So we've got the hundred thousand. We've got the four thousand and the tax at four seven four two. But now we'll say, what if one of uh, the spouses take the full four thousand? Both children claim both children. In that case, we'll say the husband this time. So we'll say one of the spouses takes of uh, the four, uh, the the two children, and the other spouse has has no children and has the even amount of income. Well, what would happen there? The, now we got to say, well, the husband or this, you know, this spouse would get the filing status 
of head of household where this one would not and you have that 4000 potential for the uh for the credits so let's see what that would look like so we're going to say all right so now if we go back here now we have one individual one of the spouses that are now separate returns now and it's a head of household status because now the two uh dependents are on one return one of the two now so head of household rather than single and then if we say okay there's fifty thousand of income we have the eighteen thousand of the standard deduction because of that head of household status and that brings us to thirty two thousand the tax three five seven one and so the tax is 3571 and of course the credit is going to be limited to the tax there but then also there's a refund so notice that the credit is 3571 plus the 429 or the 4000 and so now even though no tax is owed after the credit then they're getting money back so that means that one person would actually not pay any taxes and get money back not owing any tax but get money Okay, so what about the other side of things? And again, this has nothing to do with payments because we're not, the payment, they could have already paid it. They may have not have already paid it. Doesn't, that's not what we're looking at here. We're just looking at what, how much was owed. In this case, nothing was owed and money was gotten back, whether the payments were made or not. So, okay, so we're going to go back and say, all right, well, what about the other? We'll say the other is going to have a, a status of single, not head of household because typically they, they can't unless they have a, qual a child. And so we're going to say, all right, and then the dependents, not going to have any dependent. So that these will be removed. And then the wages is still going to be the 50. So we'll say, all right, what about the other is at single status. And again, the name's the same, one spouse, the other spouse uh, under these two situations. Then we're going to say 50,000, 50,000 minus the 12,000 standard deduction gives us the 38,000 income taxable. Uh, the tax is 4373 no we have no credit so the tax then is that 4373 so we notice here then you're gonna yeah there's a kind of a huge disparity right if they were if they were married under this condition then uh you'd have the 4742 the total is uh of the two tax returns isn't too far different and under just i'm getting i'm just putting this into the software there could be a lot of other kind of factors we're just looking at these factors but note the difference between these two of course that spouses this individual got a $4,000 credit on it, and uh, the tax is now at uh, the $429, actually a refund. Whereas this individual who, who had the same amount of earnings is at uh, is paying tax for $373. So this person isn't paying any tax, is actually getting money of uh, $429, and this person is paying tax for $373. So if you subtract those two out, then uh, that would be the like kind of the net tax and so this would be the difference basically overall under that scenario now these are all just scenarios if the income is basically the same and we have a very kind of simple return and so we could think about well what if you know the income wasn't obviously most of the time someone's doing more of the caretaking and someone is doing more of the working a lot of times and therefore if someone was to split up or get married then it's likely that the income wouldn't be uh, evenly dispersed between the two they'd be making different amounts of income what then We'll take a look at a couple of scenarios next time.